Marriott's on the move. Marriott's on the move. Marriott's on the Marriott's on the Marriott's on the move. If you are dreaming about moving to a new city to pursue the life of your dreams, this podcast is for you. Moving 18 times in 22 years to five of the top cities in America, I know it's not easy to make those decisions alone. So I help individuals develop the dream, the plan, and the move, even if we need to get scrappy to get you there. I'll be doing interviews, career and city spotlights, and sharing my crazy moving stories, tips, tricks, and scams to avoid. My Fred Framework will help you see just how attainable your dreams are. Now let's get moving. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you for joining. Today, I am talking with Dre Fox. Dre Fox is a recent transplant from Austin, Texas. She moved here in March of 2022. If you are on Instagram, she is dailydre1, and she has that handle because she makes the commitment to show up in stories every day, and she brings us the most amazing things about Charlotte, and I'm super excited that she lives in my city because I am learning stuff from her every single day when I get on her Instagram or see her stories. So, Dre, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me here. So, you moved... Well, you're originally from Montana. I went there the first time last year. We went to Big Sky and we were in Bozeman and it was magical. So what went, like, how did you move from Montana to Austin? Like, tell me about your moving history. Yeah. So I lived in Montana and born and raised. And so at one point or another, you start looking for greener pastures. And at the time, (laughs) my sister had said you should move to Austin or Charlotte. And at the time, I didn't know anyone in either spot. So it was pretty much a wash. But I had found a couple of like really associated connections of people who lived in Austin. And so I made the decision to move there. And so within 30 days, I packed up my car, I drove to Austin and had no job, no friends, no apartment, no nothing. And 12 years later, I owned several businesses in the city and like had a had a great time. So I was just in the the mood for better weather, bigger city, more opportunity. But after 12 years of intense heat and summers that feel like they never end, which sounds great. I swear <laughs> it sounds great. But you do that for 12 years and you're you're like, I think I need a little step back, just a yeah. little less hot, a little more freedom yearly. So we decided to move to Charlotte, which was like very synchronous to this idea that my sister had implanted in my brain in probably <laughs> 2008 or something. Right, right. Oh my gosh, I love that. So let's take a step back. Okay, so going to Austin with like no plans, was that terrifying, exciting? Like, what were you thinking? I think I was very excited because I had hit I had already come to peace with leaving where I was. It wasn't Mm. like I was pushed out or anything of that nature. I just kind of had that moment where I said to myself, you know what? It's my time to move. Yeah. And so I think I was really at peace with that. And the first couple of years honestly were really hard. I do think that I had a lot of like challenges without having this plan. But when you're young and stupid, you think the plan doesn't matter. And ultimately, looking back 12 years later, I'm like, oh, it was fine. We had a great time. I had a great time. It was perfect. But I do think those first couple of years were were challenging, finding your new place in a new city with 
and a place that's much different than Montana as well. Yes, it is much different than Montana. I mean, you're almost forced to get scrappy. You just kind of go into it like, all right, I'm going to figure this out. We're going to do this. But a lot of times what I coach around is doing like a a city proof of concept where you go and spend a couple of weeks and like figure out where you want to live. And, but I've also done the opposite and that's why I coach around it because I have just kind of showed up to a city and I was like, huh, if I would have lived just across town at this area, like my work-life balance would have been so different and, and all that stuff. But so the serendipity of moving to Charlotte. So how do, you and your husband met in Austin or where did you meet? Yeah, we met in Austin and we met online, modern day love yeah. story. And he was from <laughs> Connecticut. So he was an East Coaster in general. And he kind of moved to Austin for the same reasons I did. His buddies were picking up and moving and he was like, yeah. well, I guess I'll hop Let's on the train. Yeah. But we did meet in Austin and the home that I own in Austin was small and I had bought it for just me to live in. And through the pandemic, having work from home, both of us working from home and the walls felt like they got smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And yep. we kicked around the ideas of moving back to the East Coast. And I was a weather person and he agreed and we wanted more space and there were some things to consider. So he was really on board with leaving Charlotte, or I'm sorry, leaving Austin too. He was at peace with the idea. So we started looking. We went to Dallas, we went to Tampa, we went to Raleigh and Durham. And then we went to Charlotte and we felt like it had a similar zest like Austin 10 years ago. Yep. And it felt like not a massive departure from what we were looking for. Yeah, I think at one point you just kind of get you kind of get to that point where you're like done with the place that you're living and all of those boxes that have checked, like I've done all the festivals, I've done all this, I've done all that. And exploring a new city is super fun. And I love, love, love the way you're doing it. I had several people send me your Instagram and we're just like, oh my gosh, I know you've explored Charlotte a lot, which I have not at all compared to you. (laughs) But like I came here and I basically had already committed to moving here and I visited the Whitewater Center and it like was like, oh my gosh, yes. So, you know, I have to at some point live close to there because I love it. But what were some of the things that kind of lit you up when you got here? Well, we had come in March. So we had come to check out the city in a March season. And first thing I noticed was that I wasn't absolutely freezing. So that was, (laughs) that was good. Yes. I wanted Montana, you get nine months of winter essentially. And so you might not even get a 60 degree day until the end of May. So for me, I knew that the fact that March felt temperate enough was a good sign. We were looking at some homes that were almost triple the size of my house in Austin (laughs) for less than what I had paid for it. So I, I was really interested in that, of course. Exploring the South End area reminds me a lot of the South Congress or East Austin feel. And you could you can tell that Charlotte is growing, like it's getting its legs, it's feeling it out, it's expanding, it's moving. And that is always a really exciting type of city to be in because you know that it's only going to get better. Yeah. It's not going to get worse. So we just saw so many different stars aligning in that respect. And for me as a full-time content creator and coach as well, I was trying to find creators like me about Charlotte online. And I really struggled to find anyone who wasn't just doing food or fashion. Yep. And so of course, 
I got stars in my eyes a little bit and I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. This is a land of opportunity for me. Yeah. You get paid to explore and like have fun nights, fun days, fun brunches. I mean, you really like hit, hit your mark on this one. Mm-hmm. What, what would you say in the other cities that you visited, what were some of the things that you kind of were like, oh, I hope Charlotte has this, or I hope like, what were some of the things that you wanted in your ecosystem that you found here? Well, for me, the weather and the sunshine is a really big thing. And I, I think this is something that most people don't consider initially is that some states, depending on what the terrain or the land is, build certain styles of houses. So in Texas, there's a lot of ranch style houses. And I know there are in the Carolinas too, but the bigger two-story houses with big windows that let a lot of sunlight in and the two-story living rooms don't exist in Texas unless you're like in a new development subdivision way outside of town. Yeah. And so Texas there's not big windows in these houses. And you don't realize that because everyone wants shade and protection from the sun. So I had a house that faced the wrong direction from the sun and just not having sunshine come through the windows really like affected my mood. I know it sounds like wonky, but it's true. It's a thing. So in Charlotte, a lot of the houses are bigger in general, have more yard space, bigger windows and have a lot of those features. So when we were going on all these home tours, I was just blown away by two-story living rooms that were in my price range with huge seashell windows and (laughs) tons of natural light. I was just like, wow, that's like the dream. You know, when we were in Tampa, I liked the weather, but I thought that maybe like culturally, we wouldn't fit in there as much. I think Florida like has its own culture, very similar to, to like Texas has its own culture, if you will. And I don't think it was the right like fit for for me personally. And I loved that it had professional sports. So my husband, of course, loves getting out there. And one thing Austin doesn't have is a professional sports team, except the new soccer team that just came two years ago. Yeah. But no football, no basketball, no baseball, whatever. And so you realize like, wow, I'm living in this big metro, but I'm not getting some of like the features that a big metro would give you. So Charlotte has all of that and more. Yeah. Obviously it lacks in some things too, but I think that as I've gotten older, other things aren't as important and some things become more important. Right. Well, so what area do you, you live in currently? I would consider it South, South Charlotte. Okay. I live near the Arboretum. If anyone's familiar with that area, I would say that I am probably the youngest person who lives in my <laughs> regional area. Okay. But And that was a mistake that we made. We bought the house really without really considering the neighborhood lifestyle. Like our neighborhood is amazing and they're awesome. But the relatability to their lifestyles and our lifestyle is like much different. I wish I could pick my house up and move it about 10 miles towards town. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, so and we in Charlotte, what's so unique, and it reminds me a little bit of Chicago, where we have like all these different neighborhoods with all different feels. You go to Noda and it's very artsy. You go to South End and it's very young and vibrant. And so like picking your area is incredibly important, but you also have to live in the house and your house looks amazing, right? I did love, you had a post at one point that was like, they tell you to buy a house and you're like slopping mud in the backyard from all the rain that we had had or something (laughs) like, Oh my God, you still have all the problems that you have anywhere you live, but it's just how much you like living there. So 
What do you, what would you say are some of the more popular neighborhoods in Charlotte? Well, I do think it is a function of your age, but South End, of course, is booming, but Loso seems to be kind of the next spot for people who can't maybe afford either South End or don't want to be directly like right on top of it. I know Plaza Midwood is kind of like a funky, funkier feel, which reminds me of East Austin, if anyone is familiar. You're right. Noda feels very like artsy, but also kind of a nice blend of new things and unique things kind of all coming together. But when you look south, I think Dilworth and Myers Park are, are historic money in, in the city. So the homes are absolutely stunningly beautiful. Yep. I mean, the house of your dreams, pretty much. <laughs> but the price tag to follow. <laughs> right, right. And so then kind of pushes you out further to where I live. If, if you can't afford those spots, but you still want a big home and not be in the city, you kind of get pushed out to the lower area. So I'm in the Providence plantation area of town. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that we're so close to South Carolina and like people don't realize how small, but how big the Carolinas are. Like I live on the West side of the airport. So I'm close to Belmont, which is kind of an up and coming city. I guess they're Traditionally, our smaller homes, but we have things like Nellie's where the Jonas Brothers' dad owns it, which was funny because the first time I went in there, I didn't know that. I didn't know like the history behind that restaurant. And I was coming out of the bathroom and I was like, wow, these, they really like the Jonas Brothers. And one of the waitresses was walking by and she's like, yeah, their dad owns it and he's right there. And I was like, what? Like it was kind of crazy because I, I mean, I just, I went, I was going for lunch and I just, happened to go downtown Belmont, which was 10 minutes away from where I was. So, but they are start of starting to build up this area. Like the subdivision I live in is almost like a retirement home without the retirees. Like a lot of people have golf carts, we've got tennis courts and bocce ball and all that stuff, but it is also still like a big, big city within a city that doesn't have like restaurants and stuff super close. I mean, we're like 10 minutes away, but they are building an entertainment district around the outside of Belmont, which I'm super excited about because it's going to be based, I think on Lake Wiley because there's Lake Wiley and Lake Norman. So there's a lot of water. (laughs) I live off of Lake Wiley, which is super fun, but it's more of like the sleepy lake versus the like big lake that everybody goes and rents boats and, or has boats and lives on the water and stuff. So have you explored the lakes a whole lot or? We have been on Lake Wiley, but we haven't been on Lake Norman. I've kind of drove over it. Yeah. In a couple of contexts, but that was actually something very similar to Austin. So Austin has two lakes, one in town and then one about a 35-ish minute drive from town. And so a lot of people are boating on Fridays and Thursdays and holidays and all that. So it kind of felt nice that that was an option here too. I am not the most boaty type of gal, (laughs) but it's nice to know that those are options that are available to us really close by too. I think that's really nice. Yeah. Well, let's take a break and get a word from our sponsors. I have some exciting news for you. Did you know that my coaching doors are now open? Yes, friends, once again, I'm doing one-on-one coaching. And it's not just about moving. While that is my specialty, giving you a roadmap to use when deciding to move or strategically aligning your goals to your dreams and moving you through the potential obstacles per se. But technically, I'm a life coach that deals with the whole human experience. A life coach is a type of wellness professional who helps people make progress in their lives in order to attain greater fulfillment and joy. 
Doesn't that just sound lovely? You know that pattern of habits you have that are even more annoying to you than they are to your friends and family? I'll help you verbally process those so you can get off that merry-go-round that doesn't feel so merry. Feel like you're constantly sliding down a metal slide on a hot day in shorts? I'll give you the tools to make better decisions. Jump on my website, marriottsonthemove.com, get on my Monday mailer, and I'll start giving you some of my tips and tricks. If you're ready to book a strategy session, just click on the coaching tab and we'll start moving forward together. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Yeah, so we do have a lot of water, but we're also really close to the mountains. And I love that we can take a two-hour ride down to Asheville. Have you explored Asheville at all? I have been to Asheville twice. I haven't done too many other road trips from Charlotte yet. We did drive to Nashville, but that's Nashville and Nashville, two different places. Yeah, different things. But it was actually one thing that a lot of people don't realize about Texas is that you can drive for eight hours and not leave the state of Texas. So when you've lived in a city like that for a while, you've done every road trip, you've done it twice. And when you consider, hey, let's go somewhere that's not in Texas. Like let's drive to Louisiana, let's drive to whatever. Those drives are massive and you've gone nowhere Nowhere. to get there. (laughs) And so the fact that from Charlotte or anywhere on the East Coast for for that example is like, you can be in so many places so quickly if you choose to be. And so I'm excited to have an opportunity to do that more. We just haven't because it's been crazy moving and spending money and doing all these things. But I do see in the future as we grow and grow our roots and spend some time that we'll pop around to other states and cities and yeah. see what, what's going on over here. Yeah. Last couple of weeks ago, we were at TPC Sawgrass. So we, we went for the player championship and our flight got delayed by like 12 hours. And we were in Ponte Vedra, Florida, and we live in Charlotte, obviously. So I was like, you know what, let's, so let's see how far it is to drive. And it was like five and a half hours to get down to Florida or to get back home. You know, we, we drove to Georgia and it was super cute, but we do have access to so many places. Like you, you can drive six hour North and I think you're almost in Jersey. Mm. So there's like so many fun places to go. And having been from Chicago, I'm used to being able to get on a plane and go to a lot of different places, but Chicago is very similar. In fact, that we had if you go drive all the way down, I went to Southern Illinois University, which is at the bottom of the state. It's six hours straight of just like cornfields and farms. And like, that's very Texas. I mean, gosh, it's like that whole, <laughs> it's a big state. It's a very yeah. big state. Yeah. And you know, from Montana, it was, it was somewhat similar too, but at least the drives were beautiful and interesting and kind of charming <laughs> in some in some way, but in Texas, yeah. they're definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Montana, the one thing that I remember like, Cause we started in Bozeman and we like explored the mile and a half of like the downtown area, went in all the shops. It's super cute. And then we went to big sky and I was like, I didn't realize big sky was a separate city from Bozeman. I don't know. I just, you heard the TV show and like all that stuff. But I remember like driving there and I was like, oh my gosh, I can see why they call it big sky. Like the sky actually looked gigantic compared to anywhere else that you were living, but we still get kind of the, the stars and the, I mean, granted I'm close to the airport. So I don't know what is a star and what is an airplane like waiting to come down and land. <laughs> but but there are so many fun things to do here. And I mean, do, are, do you have any favorites of like the areas to go in or is it just kind of depend on your mood? Like what areas of Charlotte that I like to spend yeah. some time in? That is a really great question. I think in order for me to do my job the best, I typically need to be in the thick of it. So we also 
and have an apartment in Uptown Charlotte that oh, nice. is going to be become an Airbnb. So right now I'm having this opportunity to spend a lot of additional time up there because it's not rented yet. Yes. So I've really been enjoying kind of exploring Uptown. I don't think it gets enough love. I think it yeah. is overlooked and it has a lot of potential. So I've been poking around up there a lot recently. I do think that South End is very interesting. I would like to see it grow and expand outward a little bit more rather than just being so densely packed into a few little corners. I think it would be much more beneficial for everybody if it was almost like a a district or a region. Right now it's like this street has a ton of things. And then like this street has a ton of things, but in between there's not a lot going on yet. (laughs) Right. So I'm going to look forward to when it's all a little more synchronous across the board. Yeah. It's all like connected by the line that's in front of Jenny's ice cream. I feel like that connects all the corners because it's always like around the block and crazy. Yeah. I actually, you mentioned Dilworth earlier in the conversation and I love Dilworth. I started going there because they had a Pilates studio and I just, the more time I spent there, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the cutest area. You can walk everywhere, but that's very, very South end as well. I think that like that radius that you have from wherever you are like there's just always people around. So sometimes people like to be a little bit further out in the suburbs. And I think of South End very much like kind of just a place to like gather and there's great restaurants. And I mean, you were a pastry chef and in a former life, I know you have a couple of different businesses now, but like, do you find yourself critiquing or do you just enjoy and like love, love on all the food? Well, I really do think that that's one of the hardest parts about being involved in food. My Instagram account, of course, is not just about food, but that is a big function of what I do because everything is seen through the lens of like my personal perspective. And I can go to a diner and be like, I thought this diner food was really good. And what I'm not saying is that it's as really good as the steakhouse. I'm saying the diner is as really good as a diner's really good is. (laughs) And so when I see everything through that lens, sometimes people interpret you can interpret my reviews however you want to, right? And sometimes <laughs> right. I'll get pushback of people being like, it's not that good. And I'm like, I didn't say it was the best <laughs> restaurant in Charlotte. I said it was really good for like a cheap taco or you right. know, whatever it might be. So I do find myself critiquing one of the beauties. And I, I mean this hopefully in the most positive way. The most beauty of being my own boss is that I don't have to worry about the repercussions of being truthful. Some people have to play this weird line when they're a content creator where maybe they have a full-time job or they can't be seen in some light or there's like some sort of things going on in the background. For me, this is my entire job and I'm the boss. So the boss is pretty cool and the boss doesn't... (laughs) The boss wants me to keep it real. Yeah. And so I try to do everything really like tactfully and fair. But sometimes people just call me out and they're like, that place sucked. I hated it. And you're like, well, I liked it. So what do you want me to say? It's a personal experience, right? (laughs) And I think that's what's so important about exploring. I mean, you and Josh went and you checked out all these different cities and like had the self-awareness that this might not be the right vibe for you. It's a great place to visit, but it kind of helps you check the boxes on what you want to have in your next ecosystem. Totally. I mean, I really think that your home environment or like your nuclear home and neighborhood region that for me, if that isn't good, nothing else feels good because I'll always be wishing, wanting, and hoping for something different. And I don't want to feel that. So for me, that 
ecosystem is important to to love or at least really, really, really like for the most part. And then I think factors of like distance to your your job or where you spend a lot of your social time kind of comes in secondary to that because if you love your home, but every time you want to do something fun, it's a 40 minute drive or, or something like that, that then that can actually start to decrease your happiness with that initial spot that you picked. So I think for us, it was kind of like a two layered approach. And I think we made some mistakes. But overall, I, I'm still really happy with the move to Charlotte. Overall, I just think had I known what I know now, I would have moved a little closer to the things that I enjoy doing because right now there's not a lot of cool stuff out where I'm at yet. So that's (laughs) a little challenging. Have you heard of Monet or Modern Nature? I hadn't either before my friend Monica was raving about their skincare products that she's obsessed with. I took their hair quiz to find out which product line would be best for me since I just happened to be looking for new shampoo and conditioner. And I signed up for their VIP package that got me a little bit of everything to try out. Turns out they are the first anti-aging hair care line in the world, which I didn't even know was a thing. And their products are gluten-free, vegan, and Leaping Bunny certified, which means they're never tested on animals. Now I'm obsessed with their rich formulations that feature botanical extracts, essential oils, and other naturally-based ingredients, and I want to share those products with you. I'll put the link in the show notes, or you can hit the faves page on my website. It's safe, EU-approved, and clinically tested by third parties. So essentially robustness approved. Now back to the show. That's the beauty about a growing city is like it could come. I mean, I, when I moved here, I had no idea there was an entertainment district being built anywhere near me or even like a twinkling in someone's eye. And then six months later they announced it and I'm still waiting, but <laughs> you know, That'd I mean, it's cool. a, a, yeah, it's a new place to explore. So what would you, for somebody that wants to move to Charlotte, they've already come and done a city POC. They absolutely love it. What would you say was surprising for you in the move coming to North Carolina versus Texas or Montana? What would you have done differently? I know you mentioned you made some mistakes outside of maybe the home. Tell me about like that human experience of like moving mm-hmm. for you. Well, I think this is a good thing, but Charlotte has a lot more diversity than Austin does. Austin has pretty very low diversity. And so I think that that adds just so many fun layers to the community. And I... I appreciate how it like blends into everything that that goes on in the city from the music that we get to the shows that we get. Like there's just so much more there than there ever was in Austin, which I think is very cool. I did think it was surprising that there wasn't a lot of public communal green spaces that people all use together. Like if we remove the Whitewater Center from this equation, because I kind of consider that like something different. Yeah. There's not like the spot, like the, the right. park, the, the place, the area that people just go hang out on a Sunday. And when we first moved here, I kind of was like, where is everybody? Yeah. Where are they all at right now? You right. go to Uptown, which is our downtown, by the way. And you're, you're like, okay, there's not very many people here. So are they in the South End? And you go there and you're like, well, some of them are, but, but where is everybody? Where is everybody? <laughs> I think in Austin, you know, we had we had Zulker Park and the lake that had a running trail around it. And on any given day of the week, you could go down there and find hundreds and hundreds of people playing soccer together, flag football together, slacklining, whatever it was that they were up to. And so you always had somewhere to go to be around other people if you wanted to find the people. Yeah. And I don't think Charlotte, unless I don't know where it is, Freedom Park might be the closest thing, oh, but yeah. 
but there's not like the spot that everybody right. goes to. I feel like Freedom Park is very much like you take your dogs, you walk around the lake and then like kind of go. Yeah. 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 You don't spend like your whole day there. Right. I also didn't know some of the weird laws that the Carolinas and Charlotte had in general about like when we first moved here, you had to pay weird memberships to bars. You had to pay like $10 memberships to bars. I think they got rid of that now. Yeah. That happy hours are illegal, but there's weird drinking rules on Sundays. Wait, what? I don't know some of these things. Tell me more. Yeah. There's so there's no happy hours in Charlotte. There can only be daily specials, meaning they have to do one discount for the entire day. But it's kind of fun in other places where they've got the $5 menu that happens after work and it's food and tons of different drinks. Here, it's like they kind of pick one or two things and it's like the special. So it doesn't really feel like a happy hour or or more of like an event to go to. So whatever, maybe that's good for all of us that we don't (laughs) have that, I don't know. But you just, it's things you don't realize. And on Sundays, there's some laws about buying alcohol or, or drinking alcohol before noon. I think that there's some things that you have to like, beware of. But I think that that, those things are important is to understand, like, even if you love a city, if the culture of that city doesn't fit your lifestyle, it's, it will probably lead to some dissatisfaction at some point in your journey. And so thankfully, Charlotte has a very kind of similar spirit to Austin in many ways. But there were some surprises in that respect, too. Also, Charlotte is a city driven by the insurance industry and the banking industry, which we knew before we moved here, by the way, but everybody you talk to like has kind of the same job, you know, you're like, let me guess, are you (laughs) in insurance or in banking? Right. And so there's not a lot of like creatives here yet. I mean, there definitely is, but a lot of people have very like traditional corporate Corporate. jobs here. And I am the opposite of that. So it's always really (laughs) fun to find like a creative people in this community too, to kind of find more of like my people. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I thought was crazy when I was getting my driver's license and my registration for my car, the bill was like $900. And I was like, well, I'm just getting my own. Like, I don't, I'm not paying for everybody in line. Like, what is that? And she's like, well, your driver's license, your registration, and then your property tax for your car. And I was like, what are you talking about? That was a thing. And I I asked the woman like why that was. And she said, well, we were sending the tax bill out to people and they just weren't paying it. So we decided that we were going to make that what you had to do in order to get your driver's license or your registration to get that to be licensed in North Carolina. I was like, holy cow. I didn't know. That's crazy. And the, like, I don't drink a whole lot of hard liquor, but I was having people over and going to the grocery store, you can only get beer and wine. You have to go to an ABC store is that what ABC spirits or something to get any type of hard liquor, which I I didn't even know that was a thing either. But I mean, we are in the Bible belt, so I could see some of those things that they put into play, but no, you're right. That's Mm. like important to figure out what it has, what you need, like how your day looks. Right. But yeah. So what are some of the other things that you love about Charlotte and why would you say someone wants to move here? Uh, Well, I think that we have such like a burgeoning food culture in the city. I definitely would say that Charlotte has really great food to anyone who was interested in that. Yeah. There's constantly things opening and I think people are really trying to do something with that and exceedingly well in many departments. 
I think there's a lot of opportunity in Charlotte. I mean, if you are a business minded person and you have got some good ideas and the funding to make it happen, <laughs> I really think that you you could make some waves here. I mean, you I, I think if you got started early, you got started now, you had a great plan. Sky's the limit. Yeah. And I think that that's what I what I really like is you can see that there are some tastemakers in the city who are making a difference. And I think that they're able to do that because so so few people are really spending that time and energy to make this city make a name for themselves in the city. Yeah. So if you're someone who's like, I've got this plan, I want to be that person, I'm a mission-driven citizen of the world, like you could come into Charlotte and make a really huge difference for people. Yeah. I like that it kind of feels like it's just a growing weed. Every day there's a new news about this or that or or something else. I do appreciate that there's a lot of arts and culture here. We get a lot of great plays and shows. Also big name concerts, which depending on what you think, you'd like they're really fun to go to. And overall, I found everyone to be really friendly in a non-stuffy way. I know the South can sometimes (laughs) like go either direction, but I feel like Charlotte is kind of like, even though they might have some more traditional values than maybe like an Austin did, that overall people are kind of like relaxed and in general, like live your life and be yourself, Um, (laughs) which I appreciate. It's just like a creative. I appreciate when people are like, Hey, we can be different and it can be all good. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Literally last night I went and saw Legally Blonde at the Bojangles Coliseum, the Ovens Theater. And Thursday, I'm going to Blumenthal for Beetlejuice, which I can't even imagine. I mean, they made Legally Blonde more updated. So like Brooke Windham created her fitness business on TikTok in the, in the play, which was really funny and unexpected, but I can't imagine how they're going to do Beetlejuice. But like, you're right. You can do you can do theater on one weekend. You can do a concert on another weekend. You can go to a Panthers game or a Charlotte FC game the next weekend. Which, by the way, I'm really hoping they start building up the uptown area more. I know that they had changed the name from downtown to uptown several years ago. I don't really know the story. I probably should have looked that up before we talked. But I I agree. Like, I think that the uptown area has so much potential. And there were so many businesses that were lost over the pandemic. So I'm really excited to see what the next couple of years and like the things that are coming back and restaurants that are coming in. I think it's going to be an awesome time to be in Charlotte. So... But you are one of those people that are making the changes and you are driving some of the excitement in Charlotte. So please keep creating the content you're creating because every single time I'm bored or want to do something, I'm like, oh, let's see what Daily Dre's up to and like find something cool. I mean, hairstylist, I was asking you about extensions. I love my extensions. I don't have them in right now, but things like that, that like when we are new to a city, we really depend on people to find. And if we're not creative enough to do it ourselves, like, we rely on people like you. So thank you for all that you're doing for the city of Charlotte. And I'm excited you're here. Yeah, thank you. I I get that feedback actually a lot. I get a lot of people in my DMs who are like, I recently moved here or I'm I'm a single gal trying to kind of figure out where I need to go and what I need to do. And I just love your resources and yeah. how you're out there kind of like vetting things for me. For us. <laughs> you know, giving giving your stamp of approval. And honestly, I know that people, because it's easy to think like a content creator's role is like really silly. But when I hear feedback like that, it reminds me actually how important some of the things that I'm doing all relatively, yeah. like how important it is. Because, you know, moving to a new city, it's easy to feel lost, confused, alone. And I even felt that way moving 
to Charlotte initially because I didn't have any connections in Charlotte either. But the blog has helped me get my roots and get almost 6,000 new best friends. But I know that there, for every one of me, there's another 20 of me kind of standing behind, like wishing that someone would just tell them where to go or or what to do or try. So that's, what's really exciting. And honestly, I, I feel so inspired to keep going because I can tell that it's working and people are enjoying what I'm doing. And so I hope that I have a very long content creation career ahead of me in Charlotte and can be the top blogger in the city. That's my goal. I would love to help you get there uh, any way I can. (laughs) I mean, I, it is hard to make friends as an adult. And if you have like kind of a, a roadmap to get there, I think that is even more pivotal in your experience and like helps you not feel nostalgic about the place you just moved from, even though like a lot of times people hate where they were and that's why they moved. So I think your role is very important and I'm very excited to see what you do coming soon, coming next. So yeah, thank you. Well, stay tuned. I don't know what will be next, but it'll be great. (laughs) Either way. Yeah. I mean, I I mentioned that people can find you on Daily Dre One is your Instagram. How else can people find you? So Daily Dre One is your best spot if you're looking for Charlotte-based content or timeofdre.com if you're interested in anything I do more professionally with social media coaching or online help or Instagram help, which is what I do more professionally. Which I'm excited to take advantage of soon. So I love talking with you today. I'm super excited for everything that you're doing. And thank you so much for being my first ever Charlotte City Spotlight because I think it is the greatest city in the world and I'm happy I live here. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I could go on forever and ever about moving you closer to your dreams, but I probably should save some thoughts for the next episode. A big thanks goes out to you for making time for me today. In making time for me, you are making time for future you, and we are both grateful. Get on my Monday mailer by registering on my website at marriottsonthemove.com, where you can find my blog, all my faves, which if you didn't know by buying yourself something real nice, you are actually supporting the show. It's the gift that keeps on giving, Clark. Be sure to sign up for my mailing list where I put a few nuggets each week that you can't get on the podcast. Thank you to the team at Bear Value for editing genius. Thank you to my brother and my therapist who keep me balanced. And thank you to my assistant, Jacinta, whose Canva prowess makes me look like I know what I'm doing. And to Nick, my favorite boyfriend ever. Oh, my love. Until next time, keep moving forward towards your dreams. Bye for now. Marriott's on the move. What? Marriott's on the move. Marriott's on the, Marriott's on the, Marriott's on the move.